0: Welcome back to the Skulls and Dollars podcast. Um, it's Harrison and Milbauer here. We're checking in. We're going to answer a few questions that we got today. Um, you know, one of the things that we we like to do is to, you know, respond to what you have questions on. <laughs> right. Um, we share a lot of information at once. And so it's important for us to get the answers to you. And then you keep asking and we'll keep answering because the whole point of this podcast was to get the information out there to people.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Milbauer, how is it going? Your way. Uh, Well, we're about to start our boot camps um, in July. So we do about three weeks of uh, virtual and in-person boot camps to help uh, eighth graders through 12th grade get started, the jump start um, on scholarship success, preparing, preparation. We're all about preparation. Um, And so just. The basics, you know, your success resume, how to conduct yourself in a scholarship interview, right? Um, your elevator pitch, you know, just the simple things to help students, um, essay writing, yeah, um, to get prepared for scholarship success. So, again, on social media, um, Instagram and Facebook, we have our Eventbrite link, um, where you can select one of those, um, 14 um boot camps that were available and we have options virtual um that is available for anyone across the country <clears throat> and we have our in-person for the tour that we're doing in south carolina as well
0: yeah we'll put the link in the info session okay in the yes. info section down yes. um for the show we'll put the link to the mb mm-hmm. right so okay. go ahead and sign up for those because you know we get a lot of questions about the um what, essay, can, I right? what, can, can, what I can i do what can i do what can i do yeah, so we'll answer a few of those questions yeah. we got today. Um, since I mentioned essay writing, let's get mm-hmm. into that. I, um, You know, I got a question. My daughter's missing something mm-hmm. from her
1: essay. <laughs> really don't know what it is. And a lot of times, you know, it says I've read it a million times and I'm drained. Well, that's the first thing that stood out to me. I've read it multiple times. But then who else is reading it? Yes. Yes.
0: Trying to figure out what could be wrong. So, yes, what's wrong is that you probably shouldn't, you know, once you've read it three times. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to let somebody else read it. And I would say this um, for parents and um, teachers as well. We know how the child speaks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so it's very difficult to get a true depiction of what, you know, a stranger is going to get from this essay, right? So the best thing to do, I think, is to get sometimes outside people, maybe, you know, somebody else who didn't necessarily teach that student. Correct. Because once you've written a certain way, once I've heard your voice, you know, I know where the story is coming from, but you got to think, um, you know, when I was at Duke and reading essays, I know I'm a hundred percent sure people didn't think I was the one reading those essays. And so you're getting, you know, you're getting it from, a, you know, an admissions officer or a scholarship uh, committee. They mm-hmm. don't know your child. Mm-hmm. And so keep that in mind too. So, you know, if the essay is missing something from your eyes, it probably mm-hmm. really is. I probably have the daughter go
1: back and look at it, mm-hmm.
0: but then make sure that you're getting somebody else to do it. Um,
1: and I think the thing that stood out to me is my daughter um, in her essay, and I'm like, you should have multiple essays. right? Um, you know, and she's read it a million times. Um, she has submitted this particular essay for multiple scholarships, and they're not getting anything. They're not winning. So now you have to change. You have to do something different. Right. If what you have been doing all along is not producing any results, then you need to change. You need to to um, get multiple people um, you know, I always say like maybe an English teacher or um social studies teacher. Yeah. Um, you know, some people try to use guidance. I I do I'm just being honest opinions here. Don't bring me your essay. <laughs> 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 um you know, I I will lead you to someone else. Even for my children, I may read it and I'm like, Oh, you know, you're writing like you're talking, you know, like yeah. you're, you're talking. And and parents, that's what your children are doing. Yes. Um, some of them write like they text and, and you know, that's, you and know, it's not translating. No, no. You know,
0: so I do read essays. Yes. um, You know, here and there. And I, you know, I'm happy, you know, if you send it, you know, we can, we can negotiate <laughs> about how this is going to work. Cause I have to read several, but one thing I do share with parents and students when they're doing the essay, just make sure that you're not trying to, be too funny Mm -hmm. that you're not trying to you know tackle an issue unless they specifically Mm -hmm. ask for a a issue or something to be brought up Mm -hmm. stay away from politics stay away from religion and your personal belief about some sort of you know issue right Mm -hmm. um because you know sometimes that that puts you you don't know who the readers are know who the the readers are so i mean you think about like there's some specific topics that are tough right so they're distracted driving Mm -hmm. essay I had a student that was writing for that one um and it was very heavy Mm -hmm. you know it's supposed it's a heavy topic um but be careful you know how to you know you judge people who make mistakes and those kind of things and because you just never know who's who's reading right um you know just take take the time to do that take the time to get some outside people to read it and so um there are people who read them like I said I do Mm -hmm. um you know you could always message and ask about that further but You know, as far as paying a company to do it, remember that you're doing several essays. Mm -hmm. And so you want to have a solid personal statement. Like, I think that there's no reason that seniors going into junior to their senior year don't have an essay personal statement already done because that hasn't changed. You may not have a prompt, but you can definitely have a personal statement, um, an essay telling about yourself because you already know the general essay topics are going to be. Tell us about yourself. Mm -hmm. Why do you need this scholarship money? What, you know, community service have you done? Mm -hmm. Those kind of things. So just keep that in mind. And if um, you say she's not getting any scholarships, mom, just keep in mind that, you know, like Millblower said, if you are submitting the same essay, you're going to submit several scholarships. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what grade or what year the student is, but just keep that in mind that, you know, you're making sure that you are changing the prompt, changing, you know, what the child is writing about um, to make sure that you're not just submitting the essay over and over again. I think a lot of times I've read tips and it's like oh you can use the same essay. Mm-hmm. And then I think people run that one into the ground too. Right. Cuz it's the same essay but it's also not.
1: And you want to be unique with it. I think that's one of the things that um my certified English teacher shout out to Miss Shauna White. Yeah. Um that we use all the time that she'll you want to be unique you want to tell your story. You don't want to do that cookie cutter essay that um everyone is you know they're used to, you know, I I you know, I lost my mom or I lost my dad and you know, I struggled, but then how did you overcome this obstacle? Right. Talk about your unique experience. It, yeah. Um. Tell a story. Really is what um she shares um with them as well. So, um, you you want to be able to stand out. You want the audience really to just be hanging. out yeah. Like, okay, I want I really want to get to the end of this. And I, I want to wanna...
0: get this kid here on my campus. Right. Or I want to get this kid a scholarship so they can have that opportunity. So, um, for example, the Burn Scholarship. Everyone has lost a a parent who Mm -hmm. has done the scholarship, right? So every essay is sad. Yes. Um, My little cousin got the Burns Scholarship. Mm -hmm. Um, His father passed away. He actually found the body. His essay was so sad. Mm -hmm. I went through it. Um, We worked through it together to make it something that was telling his story, Mm -hmm. but also sharing, you know, what he's gained and what he's learned and then how that's going to help. So how can these people give them, give, you or your child, the scholarship money to help them, you know, benefit. Because every essay these people read is sad. Every right, essay. Right. It's a sad, it's very, very sad. It's very difficult. So right. just keep that in mind. Um, You know, when you're looking at that, outside people definitely help with those essays. And make sure you're just staying with the prompt and staying away from, like, real challenges. And, real and one
1: thing, again, that we use, we, you know your community. In our church, we have a lot of <laughs> retired educators. Right. Um, and, and I tell this story all the time. I, there was a retired educator, um, that, you know, after, after service, you know, I'm like, Miss Ann, you know, I need you. Can you be that third person to read Chanel's essay? So she's like, come on with me. So we went down to the fellowship hall and I, I kid you not, she had a pack of red pins in her purse and she whipped it out. And I'm like, these are the type of people that you want to give honest feedback. And she went through and tore that. Um, essay up, but it was good, you know. So we knew the changes that she needed to make, and this essay has been reviewed multiple times, so boom, we can use it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, utilize your resources. Even when we talked um, on another episode about ACT, SAT prep, um, and you may not have the resources to, to pay for certain things about paying right. for essay writing, there are retired educators in your church, in your community, that they are willing to do this stuff. They are willing to give their time to a student um, to help them read their essays or help them prepare for ACT, SAT as well.
0: And a lot of times as retired, you know, educators have opportunities for volunteer opportunities mm-hmm. and uh, community service hours. You know, we got some questions about that. So mm-hmm. um, com- community service hours yeah. versus volunteer opportunities. And a lot of these older people in your church and your community, even people who are going to be retiring from school, we have mm-hmm. a teacher that's really connected to the humane society. Um, you know, if you're looking for community service mm-hmm. hours, yes. you're looking for volunteer hours. There's so many opportunities, and there's mm-hmm. opportunities for you to create as well. Yes. Um, you know, I would say that there's, you know, there's more than less. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, these clubs, everybody will sign up for National Honor Society or mm-hmm. Beta Club, and there's certain service hours. Right. And the stress. Right. <laughs> the stress of the students to find the hours. Right. You know, we got students giving blood for hours, you know. And so, (laughs)
1: y'all, just get out here and do some community service. Do community (laughs) service. Oh, my goodness. Like, (laughs) you know, they're just different opportunities. One, like, I'm always, you know, looking on Facebook or something. I mean, if you even just type in the search, you know, with community service, you know, something will will come up. Um, Talk to people again in your community, your church. You know, some of those local organizations that are out there, Lions Club, um, Optimist Club. You know, a lot of them, I think that's one that Jordan did Battle Buddies with um, Optimist Club. And so she can easily get four hours by being one of the, um, they do the obstacle course, right? And she just monitors whatever that particular obstacle they had to go through. but. You know, Optimist Club is a national or international organization. So to get that type of community service, to have them do moving forward even a recommendation letter, right, on letterhead from the Optimist Club, you know, the whole service can pay for it. Can um, do a lot for you. For the scholarship process, um, to get a um, recommendation letter, to get community service hours, right, and to just do something good for your community,
0: yeah, and, yeah. and you know all these five Ks, ten Ks that are happening, um, show up.
1: Mm-hmm. Election time! Oh my goodness, just yeah, put um, the signs out, help the yeah. people putting on signs Clean out, up, going door to door, just, you know, putting things in the mailbox or in the door. Right. Um, you can get community service hours right. Um, for that as well. And um,
0: we had some seniors, you know, I was thinking, you know, have you thought about taking people to the polls? Mm-hmm. You know, different things that, you know, you have to be creative sometimes. And mm-hmm. during COVID, you yes. know, there are some students that yep. were really creative. Yep. Um, you know, so people don't want to necessarily hear about that excuse. Nope. Oh, uh, there's, I couldn't find anything for, That's true. for her to do or he couldn't find anything to do. Like there's so many things to do. Yep. Um, you can go to the the humane society and walk dogs. Yep. You can go. I mean, and you know, you just have to sign up for those mm-hmm. kind of things. That's not t- taking a baby out. Mm-hmm. That's just you know dog walking. Yep. Um, there's hours that you can do regularly. Um, you know, at your church, mm-hmm. you know, people can sign up on those back to school and bash.
1: Uh, you know, that's coming up. Yeah, soon. giving out book bags. Right. Um, Christmas it, time. There's the like the stuff to bus or the, um. You know, the the different churches that are handing out, you know, right. baskets and food and Thanksgiving, you know, they're delivering meals. Yes. yeah.
0: I just think a lot of it, um, we're trying to overthink it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people come to me with like, you know, they're barely hanging on to get 25 hours. And I'm like, <laughs> but where have you been? I mean, there's right. so many opportunities. Um, you know, it might just be, you know, fixing food, mm-hmm. meals on wheels, showing up, you know. And so a lot of times people just don't have the support. And then you got people who will like, like Bauer said, write recommendation letters later. Mm-hmm. That shows a lot of um, your ability to show up and do that's you know maturity, responsibility, right? All those good qualities that people will um, see and from those recommendation letters and, and will work favorably for you. So keep that in mind. There's also scholarships sometimes available with these organizations. Yes,
1: yes, yes. All so right.
0: when you're volunteering and stuff, keep that in mind too. Yes. Um. So, we got a lot of people, of mm-hmm. course, that want success for scholarships. And so, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here we are. We're at a time for scholarships and full-ride scholarships, and mm-hmm. that's like the buzzword. Right, right. Um, and so, so with scholarships, I think it's important for students to always think about what they want to do and how important it is for them to get that scholarship. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Millbauer, you can get a scholarship. You can say you want to go to school full-ride, but if you're only willing to go to said school. Right then that opportunity may not be full ride. So how important, you know, this is the intent and the conversations that parents can have with students. Like so if I'm only going to go to Clemson,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or I'm only going to go to Carolina, but I got a full ride opportunity at Francis Mary in right. Winthrop. Right. And I don't have a full ride opportunity at those other schools. You know, where are you with the full ride? Right. And, and, so,
1: and that's a conversation, again. you know, I, when parents bring this to me or students, I lay it out, the pros and cons. For Both, even just a four year outlook, like, right? Um, you know, even some of those students who come in with um non renewable scholarships, okay, your first year may be paid for, but moving forward, how are you going to pay for the last three years? You know, right. so having an honest um conversation, um, and I also point out, um, like some of these full ride offers at some of the schools are not going to be on the table the year after. If you right. commit to one school and and you're 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 finding after the first year like, Oh, I really can't stay here. I can't afford. Let me go back to this school in my senior year that offered me that full ride. Nine times out of ten, you're not yes, gonna gone. have that full it's they've moved on. <laughs> right. <laughs> you moved on, they moved on. Right. Um as well. So it's all about having that conversation, you know, with the parents is it's only so much that I can say, you know, there um again, um just going on my experiences, there was a school that offered um my daughter and, and some other girls with girls state one hundred thousand right. dollars. I'm just being honest, not saying school. Uh, but I knew total it's about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to right. go to the school. So let's do the math. You know, you take a hundred thousand off that two fifty, you know, you're still left with a yeah. one fifty balance. So uh, you know, you, you still have some work to do. Yep. Um and then just being honest with you guys, those who don't even understand the process about scholarships or see the need for it you know go into their first year um not applying for any scholarships um you know student loans don't cover everything that's right so then what are you going to what are you going to do now how are you going to pay yeah you have to <laughs> deferment that's another yeah. word deferment um payment plan yes um and if you something else i learned if you don't pay that payment plan for that month sometimes your stuff can get put out
0: yeah. right they yep. they'll
1: put your stuff out or they'll give you notice but i've seen it yeah, some some schools parents where they will put your stuff out if you are not Ooh, making Ky i <laughs> where
0: yeah, you would call
1: them out yeah <laughs> if you didn't make that much, um that monthly payment so some deferments some students are end up paying two thousand dollars a month right. for parents um they don't qualify for like parent plus loan and some other things so you're assuming a parent told me one time it's just easier for her to sign for a loan than to make her child do scholarships and I'm like oh my gosh. But then you don't qualify for the full you, you don't get the full amount to yeah. cover tuition room and board, um travel. Um, so now what are you gonna do? And that's probably one of the um the pressing messages that I get all the time in in um these DM, in my DMs now, like, what can I do? They say I still owe thirteen thousand dollars. What can I do real quick? And I'm thinking in my head, like, <laughs> I I can't answer that question for you because I mean, I got to start with the basics, you know. ACT, I mean, SAT. What's your ACT score? What are your ma- What's your major? It's nothing I can tell you to go fill out this application. They're going to give you the money, and then you're right. I can't, I can't do that. And and I think that's one of the, um, hot questions that parents will ask me. What can we do real quick to get rid of this balance by August one?
0: Right. I I think that's one of the like hardest conversations that yes. I've had to have. Yes. Um, you know. It's great to have your heart set on whatever mm-hmm. and wherever. But then, you know, now we're getting into the reality time. It's July. Mm-hmm. You know, people are about to start getting these, you know, bills. You can come on. You mm-hmm. know, and then while, you, while you're while you moving in, here's the remainder of your bill. You can pay that mm-hmm. today. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Or you go back after you drop your kid off. And then yep. you're like, well, I don't have that money. Yep. Well, they might give you a few weeks. Mm-hmm. They might put you on a payment plan. They may suggest that you head home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, you know, college is a business.
1: It is a business. And that's one of the hardest
0: things. Um, schools, you know, when you get into education, I think at all levels, is some form of a business, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get into, you know, colleges, there's a business part of it as well. And that's why they have all those different offices. So, you know, <laughs> I tell people exactly. all the time, they got student success. Right. You got your tutoring, writing center. But then you over you got your financial aid office, which is different from your bursar. Because somebody's getting the bill and the bill has to be paid. hmm a financial aid advisor is going to help you get as much financial aid as possible. And then that bill is still coming from a different office. And so just keep that in mind. It's not a, um, you know, when I ask people like, what are you majoring in or where are you going to go to school? A lot of parents, you know, they may take offense to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, why don't you look at this? It's like, well, she's always wanted to go here. I'm like, well, okay. But I'm looking at a full ride opportunity from this school over Mm -hmm. here. I don't, have anything against that but when you ask me about full rides mm-hmm. have you um done the research right. and figured out where the full ride would come from yes. because that matters so it's like how much are you committed to mm-hmm. not paying for
1: school correct correct so you know and even athletes and I know that that's your area um all athletes they you know we talked about this um in another episode yeah. about some, about signing, you know, and I said I learned that when I became the the counselor a few years ago with Clearinghouse, and I still call Jaron, you guys, to because I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like I did not know this, and you know, a student that signed, you know, the news. I mean, we had like ten reporters come, and I'm thinking like, oh, she's going to school out of state, and she's not having to pay anything, and they only offered her eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, where's the rest <laughs> of the money? And you know. <laughs> where is she going to come up with the rest of the money? And and um, that's a hard conversation um, to have with students, but they're not trying to listen to that. They're not no. trying to hear, like, listen, there, am I just signed? Like, leave me alone.
0: Yes. Cause I'm having a signing. Don't you right. see yeah. this
1: cake? Yes. There's
0: a tweet. I've already put my tweet out. Right. I wrote it in my notes. Right. I'm ready on Facebook. My family has shared this over and over again. I got an offer. Right. I'm going to school. Yeah. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough conversations. And I had a student, that I'll share. Um, and she's a soccer player. She was, you know, you know, played soccer all four years, loves it at the school. Mm-hmm. Um, got an offer from a division three school to go play there. Um, as out of state, you know, we had a serious conversation about an out of state option for a student athlete at the division three level. And I'll do a whole I, I know, I know no. people, <laughs> I will do a show on NCAA <laughs> at some point soon, but. Uh, so she was headed there, nice college, mm-hmm. you know, um, and she could go there with loans included and her family would only have to pay $7,000. So we go through it, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's like, well, I think i want to do this cause I want to play at the next level. And I, you know, I said, well, really, you didn't get asked yourself, you know, play at the next level at this school, division three, there's no athletic scholarship money. Now they can help you get grants. Like people can say what they want to say. I know people argue about this. That's not athletic money. Right. Just because the athletic department has access to it. That is not an athletic scholarship. Um so keep that in mind too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, fast forward, you know, she came by two weeks ago to tell me that she decided to go to school in state. She's gonna use the Meeting Street scholarship and she's gonna to go to Anderson for free. There you go. Now, Anderson is private. Right. We're talking forty plus thousand dollars a mm-hmm. year. Um and so she's gonna go there with no debt. And then she can play in real soccer. There you go. It was a tough conversation. Right. You know, and I don't, you know, because I don't know her talent level. Mm -hmm. I don't go to several soccer games. I don't know if she can walk on the soccer team at Mm -hmm. Anderson. They have one. Right. But she won't be having to worry about
1: about
0: a bill. bill. (laughs) And so, you know, you have to decide just where you are with that. And so, so many questions here oftentimes come to us about full rides. And it's just like, where are you in that process? You know, well, would you change your major Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. get you to the same goal? To get the scholarship. You know, that's huge, right? right? 1890 is a big scholarship. Correct,
1: correct. And we just had a couple of students that left uh, one school um, that wasn't offering her as much money. And then she ended up coming for the same program yeah. at South Carolina State. And they offered her everything, mm-hmm. you know. So, again, doing your research about, you know, that the ag program or food science or animal science and, you um, you know, and just being honest, you know, she was at Clemson, and then she had to she had a bill, and she had to pay. I think about ten thousand dollars. Right. Um, whereas someone told her, well, hey, you know, this eighteen ninety is specific to HBCUs, you know, across right. the um, country. So you might want to consider that. And so this year, she's actually coming to um, South Carolina State for the same exact program. So. Do your research right. again. And then where are you with it? Are where you looking
0: are you? at Are you looking at a major that's going to require you to go to grad school? Mm. Yeah. So once we're, you know, and, and that's my segue into our grad school scholarships. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of us are choosing majors. A lot of us have things that we want to do that are going to require a graduate level Correct. degree. Correct. So then what is it? Where is your specific, you know, people majoring in business? Yes. So what do you want to do at business? Oh, I want to be a businessman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite response because... I love a businessman. Right, right. <laughs> that's a fair that's their first thing. It's like, I'm a major in business. i am a yeah. businessman. I'm like, okay, what's your business? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I figured I'd come up with something. Yeah. Right. I want, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, they're going to get there and make you choose between accounting or finance mm-hmm. or advertising or marketing, mm-hmm. you know, and they haven't thought any of that. Any of that. No, that is true. And so you're looking at, you know, coming out of business major and having to go to get an MBA
1: mm-hmm.
0: or another specific Right. Graduate program or working in sales. Mm-hmm. So you have to decide, you know, where you are and it's where that looks. So um, as you go into that. Right.
1: Uh, graduate school. Yes. And there's still money out there um, for that. Um, you know, there you know, people ask me about specifics like, oh, OK, I'm going into, you know, accounting or I want to get a grad degree in, um, you know, criminal justice or. Um, you know, I want to go to law school, and yes, there are major um, specific, you yeah. know, scholarships that are out there. Tons of scholarships for getting those law degrees. Um, you guys, even medical school. Like we've we've got three doctors. One is actually just graduated from Morgan. Yeah, just graduated from Clemson, and she's going on a full ride Let's to M- to um, to medical school. Right. So parents, that's possible. You know, I seem to shock people all the time. Like what? We don't have to pay for medical school. No, if you do the work. Yeah, there's work yeah, that has to be done. There's work that has to be done. Um, so, yes, you can go to um, graduate school. You can go to um, medical school. I just attended a McNair banquet, and um, the guest speaker talked about um, a graduate school, uh, well, a program that will pay um, students in their last year of their with their Ph.D. program. Right. That will pay, you know, the entire cost. Um, there last year there's money out there you you just have to be willing to one search do the work and then go yes
0: see that's another thing so mm-hmm. it's like well I want to go and do law school but I specifically want to do it at this place mm-hmm. or I specifically don't necessarily want to do the fellowship I don't want to mm-hmm. have to not work and well there's a lot of different things that go into mm-hmm. you know PhDs require you know research Right. that research might make you a research assistant it may not necessarily be at the school you were thinking Correct. um you know, for medical school, that money may come from an opportunity that you might, you know, mm-hmm. may not have thought about mm-hmm. um, or you get to choose. Like the young lady you were speaking about, she chose, Yes, you know, because of the work that had happened beforehand. Um, and so to keep that in mind. It's, it's very easy, um, you know, to kind of get lost mm-hmm. if you don't, you know, stay, stay intentional. And so if anything, I would just say I'm reminding you to be intentional, um, particularly for graduate school. And just thinking about that, there's a lot of STEM Yes. STEM graduate oh, school stuff. Yes. I mean, from all over. Yeah. And people want graduate students because that means that they can use, you know, a lot of times graduate students equal like free labor mm-hmm. for some of those departments. And that's just more research. Um, you can find mentors. You know, reach out to professors. A lot of times, um, and I personally was looking at programs for PhD programs and counselor ed. I was looking and emailed professors and built relationships with some of those. And so that would have helped me if I had chosen that route as well. So, keep that in mind um, reach out reach out to professors find people have in, you're interested in like their research and those things particularly for those PhD and graduate programs that are going to require that research mm-hmm. um, you know I see a lot of people trying to get scholarships for these online programs and I'll just right. this is my little yeah there's nothing wrong with the online program but do know mm-hmm. that the business of um, virtual cyber education is a business so they they're happy to it accept you they're happy to put you in that 15 18 month intensive program where you pay X amount of dollars a month or your student loans you know you're taking mm-hmm. out student loans for that and they will they are on it yep um and they can provide you some quick certifications and those things and nothing is wrong with that but just keep in mind that they are not often as flexible. And some of those scholarships that you might have been able to get from some schools may not transfer over to Capella or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some of these institutions. So keep that in mind when you're looking at, you know, weighing your options and what graduate school and what right. graduate program that you would choose. Um, you know, I just just keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that.
1: Yeah, and we, um, you know, just want to do the little plug about um, our undergraduate and graduate school book. We That's one of the three books that we – Offer through Pay Scholarship Academy. They're filled with, um, I think, four to 500 pages of scholarships for um, incoming college freshmen. Um, so, again, if you follow us on social media, we're still um, posting scholarships. Right. You know, I think that's one of the things parents who, who have students now that just recently graduated from school, like okay, we still don't have enough money. Is it too late for us to apply for scholarships? No, they're available right. year-round. Um, so even for those incoming college freshmen, those current college students, graduate school students, year-round scholarships are available for students.
0: Yeah, keep that in mind, mm-hmm. the book. Yes. Um, and you can find it at the website, and again, we'll put all that, those links in the the um, right up at the bottom, mm-hmm. you're looking at the show. So just make sure that you you know click those links, go to it, and we'll have them on the Facebook page as well. Um, moving on to you know how to choose schools, which I touched on a little bit, but you know how to choose schools, your college fit mm. is you know what we're looking at. So how how committed are you to your school being the fit for you? Because we want to stay right. So college admissions officers are looking for students who are going to be able to come to their school. And stay for four or five years and graduate. Right. So, you know, when you're choosing the school, when you're looking at schools, you gotta visit. I will not be able to give you a percentage really of my senior <laughs> class students who graduated who have not been to visit the school that they have decided that they're gonna go to. That's true. Or did not go until orientation. Yeah. Or did not go until um yeah. Spring, whenever they had mm-hmm. their little spring visit. They've committed, they've paid mm-hmm. their money, yep. and they're just like, boom, I'm going there. Get up there. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, it's okay. You've committed to at least twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 at this place, whether it was a scholarship or not, but it's just okay. So, you know, visit, visit, visit. Um, For me, uh, just working with students and trying to figure out what they want, I had a general idea. I've traveled a lot with my parents. My dad was a football coach, so a lot of the visits I went on had to do with some sort of football game, so mm-hmm. he didn't trick me. But I went to a lot of, you know, schools. And while I was there, I kind of got a feel for the different types of schools that I would like personally. Right. When I got down to my final list, I always tell students to have a list of yes. five to ten student schools. But three to five that you're going to apply for for real. Um, of the schools that I applied to, they all kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. So in my list, um, it was like University of Georgia, University of South Carolina, Auburn, Tennessee, and I want to say it was probably Chapel Hill or some place like that, right? So the what we have in common here is they're large, yeah, uh, they're predominantly white institutions, and they have football, mm-hmm. which is a big part of what mm-hmm. I thought
1: was yeah. going to be important. And you me. won't believe how many kids. Miss, I thought this school had a football team. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do your research before.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, It just right. not. <laughs> no. So do your do your research. Like that's why they're transferring. There's no basketball. There's no football team. Yeah,
0: but that's you know. So I was looking at large schools where mm-hmm. you know I wasn't necessarily didn't have to necessarily be in the majority. Mm-hmm. So I did have HBCUs HPCUs on my list. I applied to Howard. I applied to Spelman. Um, I applied to South Carolina State. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think that was probably it at the time. But, you know, I was open to it. I had, you know, and then I had two, like, Vanderbilt Mm -hmm. and some higher schools that were on the list. So, of the schools I got into, pretty much got into all of them. But um, I visited that last year, and I was able to go see some things. And, you know, I didn't even make it to Spelman. Once I had the conversation with my mom that there were no boys there, (laughs) um, we just kind of canceled out Spelman. But that was me. Yeah. Now, you know, reflecting, I don't know. Right. (laughs) But it was a no for me. So, you know, I also applied to Columbia College. Mm -hmm um they offer they were offering scholarships and things you know so it's like you you know people were offering scholarships mom was like oh add them to the list right Wofford add them to the list you know and so those are things that you have to do you have to visit I say take advantage of those overnight programs Mm -hmm. um I say take advantage of enrichment programs over the summer I did some enrichment programs at different schools so I say you know like in eighth and ninth grade I'll spend the night on campus at Wofford I spend the night on campus I believe at Furman, Mm -hmm. um, you know, even if it's three and four days and think parents thinking, okay, you know, when I reflect and I know how much these things cost now, Mm -hmm. I think about the investment that my parents actually made to me being on campus and figuring out, um, that, that was, you know, a lot of that was through Duke tip, but then now you can research and go different places, Mm -hmm. you know, and those overnight experiences, I don't take for granted because now I'm meeting students who in their senior year, the first time they spend the night away from home yes, on yes. a college campus will be <laughs> when they get there in August or when they go to orientation um, and their head's spinning. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's kids who go to orientation and come back mm-hmm. ready to switch schools. I got a phone call last week. The orientation, paid deposit, paid housing deposit, got a roommate, spend the night at orientation. It's like, yeah, I don't like it here. Mm. And all that is is that's the first time they've been there. Right. So you have to decide that. And so when you're looking at your college, looking at what works for you, if you go to a small school, um, you're used to being the big fish in that little pond and you want to be top-notch guy for the rest of your time in college, um, then you choosing to go to one of these large schools that are heavily competitive is going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things you think about, they talk about um, rates of transfers and suicide rates at Ivy League schools. Well, a lot of that has is tied to that Big fish, little pond. Getting into a big pond and other big fish, um, you know that's very difficult because you get there and you're not the smartest one. Your English one-on-one class is full of other people who, mm-hmm. you know, have done all the things. They've been traveling around the world too, and they've got the experiences they can share. But you came from your small town, and that was big time, right? And um, so that's really, really important to think about when you're looking at how to choose your school. Like, what do you want? Like for me, I wanted to be able to go to football games, paint my face do those different things, you know, I wanted to be able to join a sorority. I wanted to be able to get involved in clubs and I want to be able to volunteer on campus and, um, you know, have the big dorm. And that was it. Like for me, I needed a sign that said, this is college. Mm-hmm. This is where I go. Everybody doesn't need that. Right. You know? And so, you know, you think about the different types of schools we got in the States, South Carolina, you're in the middle of the city, mm-hmm. kind of in the mix of things. It's a lot better than it used to be y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're in the mix of things. Go to Clemson. You're, at Clemson, Clemson is a little town, and all that's at that little town is the school. Yes. Yes. And so you have to decide, you know, the difference for you. When I mean, you look at going out of state, um, you're looking at the difference between, you know, Duke, Chapel Hill, NC State. They're all right there, but they're all very different. And so you have to, you know, when you're visiting, when you're looking, um, just think about what works for you. You're going to get a feeling, and that feeling is going to be like, oh, this is right for me. Right. Or this is not right for me. Mm-hmm. I do not like it. I don't want to go into a class of 500 students. Right, exactly. You know, I don't want to, I want my biology class to have 30 students. And, you know, I tell this story all the time. You know, I got to my biology class at UT and there was like 500 people in there. (laughs) And then I just never went back. So since I was pre-med, it didn't work out Mm -hmm. for me. For me, you can't be a doctor and don't go to biology. But that was huge. So when you're looking at how to choose schools, make sure you visit. Yeah,
1: I, I I and and I say that when you were talking about a story, I took Chanel to USC. Mm-hmm. And it was in the middle of lunch, right? So we were at this traffic light and she turns around and there're probably like 400 people standing <laughs> behind us. She was, "Oh my gosh, like no, that's, <laughs> I can't do this." Um but it was great that we knew that in her junior year. Yeah. Um versus, you know, we're going to USC you're gonna pack up and you know you're gonna go there in the fall. Or we that's the importance of going. Yeah, on a go visit.
0: go there when school mm-hmm. is in too. So oh, if you can. Yes, so if yes. it's your spring break, yep. Um, you know, ninth or twelfth grade parents, you know, if it's your spring break, go mm-hmm. go during class change. Go during when you see the yep. kids catching a bus to class because <laughs> is two miles or three miles away. Or go when you know go in the cafeteria when they're eating lunch or their their caf or whatever they have. Um. Don't just go to football games. Mm-hmm. Don't just go to Youth Day. Don't, you know, do some other things so you can really see how you fit. Um, you know, I talk to students with the difference between Claflin and South Carolina State. Mm-hmm. You get this. You right. know, they're two different schools. They're right next door to each other. Correct. To me, it might be a fluid decision to go to either one. You can go either way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to people who've gone, it's
1: different. It is different. So you have to,
0: exactly. <laughs> so you have to go there and visit and talk to alum. Um, and that's the same thing when you're major. Right. So do informational interviews. Talk to people who are there on campus currently, people, you know, from your school, we can get you in contact. Your counselors can help you. Oh, so-and-so goes there, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll help you reach out and those things Um, same with your major when choosing a major, um, you know, people want to run the law school. uh, You know, you're considering those things, do informational interviews. How many people are going to law school and using a law degree to actually practice law.
1: And that's why it's important to, Again, start, you know, with some of the trio and gear up programs that we work with. We're asking those rising ninth graders and those ninth, tenth, and eleventh graders, you know, name three schools. You know, some of them, ninth and tenth grade is just what they've heard others say, right? So then now you're getting them to to do the research. But parents, on your part, each year um, those schools put out visiting or what campus visit, Mm -hmm. um, list or open house. I think some of them are preview day. So it just depends on what the school is labeling, um, that opportunity for you to come on their campus. Parents take advantage of those. Um, they are, um, free opportunities for you to visit that campus. Uh, most of them are student led tours. So, you know, those students are, who are living on that campus or, really there to answer those questions about their experience, their first year experience. What is lunch or dinner like, you know, yeah. on the campus. So versus you taking a virtual tour or just reading about the information online, you get to get that firsthand experience from a preview day or an open house.
0: Do it. Yeah. Make sure you go visit. Um, You know, we get lots of those questions about college. You know, I'm happy. That's why I love talking about college admissions. So if you have more questions, of course, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know a lot of questions on here for the scholarship process i would refer you back to our uh, last two episodes mm-hmm, right um about you know what to do to secure some of those scholarships and where you can look and we'll go into more scholarships you know on the, on our podcast as we go forward but just keep in mind take notes be intentional that would be our advice for that um you know renewable scholarships you know for specific technical programs that's been one of the issues questions that we've had um you know technical programs are just like you know your your undergrad programs you know a lot of cases unless there's specific certifications um tech schools have life scholarship lottery scholarships and tuitions um and look for scholarships in the scholarship book that will qualify for technical schools that would be my
1: advice there look for if it'll say for a two-year school or two-year or four-year school Um, again since covid hit there are a lot of um and you know they're having issues with um people, you know, with employment and being able to secure yeah. people to work. A lot of these technical programs are getting these grants where some of their programs are free. Um, I think like even at Trident in Charleston, they have, I think, about 50 or 60 right programs where you can get a certification and not pay at all. Yep. Yeah. So, again, it, it, the full ride is possible, you know, <laughs> yeah. at the technical school. Yeah.
0: So, choose. you know, just choose those options. Do your research. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really... You know, continue to listen to the Scholars and Dollars podcast. I mean, every Wednesday, we're dropping a new one. Mm-hmm. We're going to share. We're going to give information. Um, you can check out the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You can check out the scholarship books. The links will be available. Yes. Um, anything else? You got your boot camps coming up. We
1: do have boot camps, virtual and in person. For So for those that do not live in – I live in South Carolina. People ask me all the time, uh, you know, is your – and that's one of the questions I wanted to address. Like, is the scholarship process that you're talking about <laughs> only for South Carolina students? No, no, <laughs> no. no. And uh, I just I happen to live and work, you know, as a counselor in in South Carolina. But no, the scholarships are are available for all grade levels for any student in any state um, that we share on our Facebook page. The scholarship process. It doesn't cater to just one specific
0: state. No. And and a lot of things that we're sharing, too, are just transferable knowledge. Yes. So, you know, for more information, continue to listen to the Scholars and Dollars podcast with Mm -hmm. H&M. You know, follow us on social media, uh, Pay Scholarship Academy. And my name is Jaren Harrison. I have that on my Facebook page. But just make sure um, that you are doing the best you can and being intentional Mm -hmm. about the process. I think... um, you know, we're sharing everything you need to know. Yes. And there's always more. Yes. And <laughs> thanks for listening. Right. Bye bye.